0: Or. All right, welcome to another episode of Fresh Off The Air podcast. I'm host I'm a, I'm your host Leo Lo, together with my longtime homie brother from another mother Jeff Lin.
1: Jeff Lin here. Woohoo. Woo-hoo. <laughs> How's it going, babe? Um, I'm going Going good, man. Just uh, you know, trying to get back to normal life.
0: Yeah, I think we're getting there. Yeah, we're gradually, there. finally.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I, I thought the traffic was bad last week, but uh-huh. it's getting worse and worse and worse. And yeah. Right now, like any given day, out right. there, there's just ton
0: of traffic. But that's a good sign, though, right? People get starting to get back to work.
1: Yeah, I think most people at this point they realize that you know at the beginning we might have uh, overreacted a little bit. Mm. Especially, you know, when the uh, did you listen to the latest podcast by Joe Rogan? Um, he's got Elon Musk.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a such a good listening. Yeah, very interesting. I mean, he he pieces. got on
1: there and he just you know started dropping stats and right. you know you can say you can make all kinds of news and you know it's it's all good but right. the stats don't lie. The numbers are there. Mm-hmm. You know. By the way, this f- is
0: a new format that we're gonna start into experimenting. That uh, we're gonna do the news roundtable where we talk about news we think worth discussing mm-hmm. that happened this week. Mm-hmm. So, um,
1: so yeah, let's let's go back to Corona talk a little bit more. Always. Um, so he he dropped some stats that 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 were very who, interesting. Elon Musk. Yeah. So uh-huh. for the people who are under the age of like so and so. Uh, the fatality rate is pretty much little to nothing,
0: mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So for those of you who haven't uh, haven't listened to what he has said, basically what Elon said is um, the virus is nowhere near as deadly as we think it is, right? Mm-hmm. So the so average
1: death, the average age, age of uh, uh, a normal death mm-hmm. is actually older than the average age right for people die from coronavirus uh-huh. what does it tell you like it's it's even less deadlier than you know whatever the normal normal death that we're that we're uh you know that that we're in
2: mm-hmm.
0: so yeah he, he he's he, he provides a lot of convincing data so do you turn to agree agree with him that um this virus is just not as deadly as we think. It's just another flu. I mean, the stats are there though.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at the stats, there are more people like, you know, killed by
0: coconut, coconuts
1: dropping on their heads.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, people getting killed by anything. Coronavirus. Uh, but if you have the virus and uh, and you also hit by a bus, mm-hmm. and you get killed by the bus, mm-hmm. but they're going to categorize you as killed by the virus. Yeah. So that's, so, that's the way how he's saying that the the total death number
1: might not be accurate. Right,
0: it's not a direct indicator of how deadly this virus is, right?
1: But even with that put into consideration, the death rate is still little to nothing. Mm -hmm. I forgot the exact number, but I think it's like less than 0.1% for people that are under a certain age. So
0: do you think we're overreacting by closing the economy for so long?
1: Yeah, I mean... um, at the beginning we might have come Mm -hmm. to think about it because like another stat is you know half the hospitals across countries are empty Mm -hmm. so so you know what else does it tell you i mean i i think most of the people like you know if they're infected by this virus they probably just stay at home and just kind of wait it out themselves and that's probably the reason why like a lot of hospitals are empty Hmm. Um. But it just it, it it doesn't make sense for the way that we reacted and the economy shut down for something as you know something as little as this.
0: Hmm. So what do you think the solution should be? We should we should open as much as quickly as possible and maybe taking some precautious matter. Yeah. With the elderly people because they're yeah their way more easily to call the virus and we...
1: Yeah, for the ones that need to be protected, they need to be protected. Mm -hmm. Like the ones that need to be quarantined, you know, if you're like over the age of 75 and with like underlying conditions, Uh you should stay home and you should stay away from people. And and we have, you know, we we should provide help for these people so then they can be more comfortable staying at home and being quarantined. Right. But for those that are healthy um I, I, I think uh jo- like for for like a marathon runner mm-hmm. it's like if you get this virus yeah it's respiratory but I mean your your lungs your lung capacity is just so big and mm-hmm. you know your your lung functions are just so well because you're a marathon runner right. I don't think this virus is gonna phase you. Right, it for healthy no people,
0: for, for fit people, for healthy people, um, people who are young, whose immune system is strong, um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's always good for them. But this is more dangerous for people who are not in shape, for obese people. Yeah. Uh, the obesity rate in this country is, is staggering, man. Yeah, so high. Just I so mean, many people that... So the takeaway the from the virus is just like, go get in shape, people. Yeah
1: the ones that need to be protected, needs to be quarantined, stay away. But uh-huh. for, for, I mean, I want to consider myself like average people, we should be able to come out on and about, shoot. I mean, I might I might already had it at one point, uh-huh. you know, and just-
0: There's one time you got really sick, right? Last year? Yeah, I mean- That's winter?
1: I get sick every single year. So uh-huh. who knows? I, right, I the mean, flu year, or maybe Corona. Yeah, I'm just assuming, okay, just like, another right. you know, regular year that I, you know get sick
0: mm-hmm. that's one theory though because a lot of people are saying in in LA or in New York where the uh, risk is really really high mm-hmm. and last winter from November to January a lot of people get really really thick yeah and that's that's when you know this, this whole thing is not a thing yet so people thinking they just got the flu yeah yeah uh, but
1: I might have I might I might have had it
0: Right, I I tend to believe that. Yeah. So, hey, maybe you already have the immune immunity and, to it. Right. Yeah. But
1: so, so an, another thing from so what do you think about? Um. Do you think Elon Musk mm-hmm. um sounded nervous on the podcast?
0: On oh, the interview he did. Yeah. Yeah, he's, I I don't think he's nervous. I I just think that's just who he is. Yeah, his brain definitely functioned differently than, than us like, like normal human beings and he's a genius no doubt right but his, his, his logic is different the way he, he punctuates, the way he, he structure his sentence yeah. even the way he react to questions it's just totally different I think there's a psychological term for that
1: yeah maybe he's I thought my speech impediment was bad right until I heard <laughs> Elon Musk I'm like I'm in good shape there's nothing Did to you worry just about. put yourself
0: in in the same yeah, I mean attitude as Elon Musk?
1: You know, um I don't mind.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm just
1: kidding. So, but yeah, no, like I I thought about the same thing. I'm like if I was given the same opportunities and the same uh upbringing as Elon Musk, I don't think I can I can make it as mm-hmm. as far as he did.
0: Oh yeah, definitely not. He's just doing something that's normal people cannot handle. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't really understand how he has has the time to manage all this company he has and still have the time to to do all these different things. Apparently he and, gets on Twitter too. Oh yeah. Every day. He's yeah. replied a reply to normal people. And and he just had a newborn. Yeah. And did you see her daughter's name? Yeah. I don't and, and and him and her partner have a whole theory and Ha, explain to people why they named her daughter the way they did. Mm-hmm. I still don't know how to pronounce it, um, but it's, it's just the dopest thing i ever seen on Twitter.
1: So imagine by the time she's old enough to go to school uh-huh. and then her name shows up on the list and someone needs to read it out loud. No, no, She's Pause not going to go
0: word. to normal school, period, because Elon Musk secretly building uh, his school of his own. Oh, wow. So all his five previous children go to a school that he built. Wow. It's very selective cl- 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 club. You, you, you can't just go in there. Hey, I, I, I pay to go yeah. to this school. You can. Is he, is it's that like a, a private, project? no, no. It's a secret project of his own.
1: Oh, wow. So
0: he has a triplet and he has a twin. So he has, I think he has five kids, uh-huh. five boys before yeah. this newborn. Right. Yeah, yeah. And he built a school, especially for his kids. I think only his kids and a couple of his friends, investors and some celebrity and that's it. Uh So it's a, it's a crazy school and they don't teach you the way the normal school. Yeah. The way teach it. I wonder what they teach in there. The way. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's heavily involved in the, in the creation of the curriculums in there and Mm -hmm. because he's been very openly criticizing the the public school system and how education was structured in this country yeah so i mean another another interesting takeaway from that interview is um he's getting rid of all his physical possession Mm -hmm. at least like most of them yeah i mean he's just on such a different level he doesn't really care
1: yeah and and it doesn't look like he really had a good reason behind why he wants to sell all his possessions
0: well he just doesn't care you know and and to him it's a burden to him he said it's like a target for people to yeah to you know to attack him yeah and
1: but when you're elon musk like all these material possessions are just things right like it, it they really don't have any you know value to you right people saying
0: he sleep at the tesla factory most of the time anyway yeah and his fan even donate some fancy couch to him this is the billionaire we're talking about yeah and and he's selling all his uh real estate most of his uh fancy collections and this is that Mm -hmm. um and it just put it put you into perspective and thinking like you know the 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 material, the possessions that, what's the meaning really behind it? What people are really chasing, you know, for people, for super mega successful people like him, Mm -hmm. I don't think they see money and they see physical position the way we see it. They, I mean, money to them is like a, like a token, right? They're playing this imaginary game. Mm -hmm. um, And they just always try to win this game. Mm -hmm. I remember when I read read his, uh, one of his book, and then they say um, when he has one of his early success uh, at PayPal right that's the uh, mm-hmm. or, origin of the Silicon Valley PayPal mafia mm-hmm. when they have a big sellout he, he basically become instantaneously million, multi-millionaire right mm-hmm. and he immediately liquid all his assets put all the money he has into Tesla mm-hmm. that's how much he believe in his next venture he just mm-hmm. live on credit card uh, his friend been helping him out. Yeah. And um, that's the kind of guy he is. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Like, right away, he turned around. Exactly. I think he made a hundred million dollars from selling PayPal. PayPal. right, right, right. And at that time, it was a lot of money. Right away, just turned around. Right. All his money gone. In, all in, man. In, in, in four four different companies. Then.
0: Right. What kind of people does that? Think about if you go to a he casino. You ha- that's the same thing. If you go to a casino, you have a lucky night. Uh-huh. And one one thing led to another you're winning you have like a six figure mm-hmm. and then you just put on all the chips into the table say hey i'm all in for the next round mm-hmm. that's what he did
1: yeah i mean to him money it just it, it. it's really nothing right like it's
0: a token to play this game to him yeah that's it
1: it's perfect his purpose is higher than that
0: right another thing he said it really scares me that did you hear about that the 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 ai thing the Neuralink he's working on. Mm Do you hear about that? Mm -hmm. So he said, he's explaining that the technology is already here. Yeah. It's pretty mature. Yeah. So basically they can drill a hole in your skull Yeah. and put some kind of chip in there with wires and everything. Yeah. Completely change the way how your memory, how your brain can function. Mm -hmm. That's pretty scary, man.
1: Yeah. I think that was the biggest um, like, News drop, right mm-hmm. during the during the whole interview. I th- I think that was the biggest like highlight. Right, he said that we are five to ten years away from that. Mm-hmm. So, I had no idea that we we're this close because oh yeah. He he, like it's gotta be. It's a crazy system where like you know you have to. He said that like just normal conversation it uses so much brain power. And mm-hmm. it's very efficient in the delivery of ideas and, like, thoughts. Mm-hmm. So the way it works is that your, your brain has to compress information and organize it in a way that other people understand, deliver it along with, like, you know, uh, body language, tone and everything, for the other person to receive it and then decompress, interpret, mm-hmm so then they would have a good chance of like at least trying to understand it you know mm-hmm. this entire process just takes too much effort but if there's a way for you know this information to get across without you know just like instantaneously that that would be
0: it would completely incredible. change the way how we communicate yeah so mm-hmm. it's um I mean, it's a fascinating. Think mm-hmm. about that. So, for for you people out there, stay healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, five to ten years, we're all gonna become cyborg.
1: It's gonna be a completely different world, though, because like thinking about how phone calls are gonna be made. Mm-hmm. Like, will there be phone calls? You call someone, and you just like.
0: So everybody gonna be communicating telepathically. Is yeah. That the word, yeah. yeah.
1: So, like, um, telemarketers will will be gone. Mm-hmm. You know, when they call right away, you know exactly what, what oh, yeah, they want for you sure. to do. Right. I, I guess you can re- reply message back.
0: But even thinking about computers and phones, right? So your brain basically becoming computers. Mm-hmm. The way he structured this thing, he said, um, think about the, how the human memory works we're only going to be able to memorize like 20 to 30% of the things that we see. Mm-hmm. And we've been through, you go to a place with your friends, you get on a trip, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff you just forget or the things you see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with this technology, you're going to be able to take mental pictures. Basically yeah. you're going to remember everything That's crazy. as a clear, as a, as a video. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. And, s- and store it in a hard drive somewhere. Mm-hmm. Cause like our memories are flawed, right? Mm-hmm. Cause there's there some stuff that we can...
0: Right, human brain is uh, flawed. Yeah. And we're not really using, use utilize it up to its potential yeah. anyway.
1: Yeah. Human grades are great at, you know, certain things, but other things we could use some help from like, you know, computers, AI to, to, you know, help with the... But... Um,
0: Anytime he's on the on the interview, is always gonna be something very, very refreshing. Mm-hmm. If for you guys haven't listened to it, it's uh, it's an it's episode on Joe Rogan podcast. It's highly recommended. Yeah, it's very true. interesting, very informative. So um, yeah, let's 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 uh, let's shift gears. Mm-hmm. So go back to some quarantine talk. Um, there's some local news I think is very worth discussing. Uh, discussing it's uh, there's this uh, salon owner. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got put into jail. Uh, apparently, becoming such a controversial thing people been protesting and obviously yesterday she got released and uh, uh, everybody is very supportive of her so what do you think about that whole incident I mean
1: she wasn't out there trying to um, hurt people Mm -hmm. she wasn't out there trying to um, you know like she's out there trying to help out yeah
0: let's recap the whole event you know some people might not know what we're talking about so basically there's a lady uh here in dallas texas she owns a salon shop right Mm so haircuts a a hair styling store or whatever it's called Mm -hmm. um she there's a there's a mandatory order by the state that you can't open uh but she Mm -hmm. she opened her store yeah uh regardless of the 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 state order and the, the 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 judge basically sentenced her. I mean, it's 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 a very it's a very um, tricky to me, situation. Yeah, it's a tricky situation because I see the footage. The judge basically asked her, "Hey, you you apologize to me, and I'll basically you know give you a yeah. slap on the wrist and let you go." But she refused to do that. She's like, uh, "I'm not gonna apologize. I'm not s- selfish. First of all, mm-hmm. and second of all, I'm not gonna apologize for." Uh, trying to supporting my family, feeding my kids and yeah. making my business work. Yeah. So it blows my mind that that judge uh sentenced her into jail for like a week and and with like a pretty hefty fine. Yeah. And do you think that has something to do to do with race? Apparently it's a it's a black judge.
1: I, I I don't think it has anything to do with Might race, play a factor in there. But like this she the salon owner, she's the she pushes the boundary. You know, mm-hmm. and this is how new laws and new regulations are made, number one. Mm-hmm. And number two, this is how, um, like, this is this is how the government, sometimes they should think that, oh, maybe it's my time to take a step back because maybe I am uh, acting a little bit too, too I'm st- stepping out of my boundary, mm-hmm. right? So, um, I mean, she wasn't out there trying to, her people Mm -hmm. she was just out there like number one she wants to support herself and number two she you know wants to provide service to a lot of people
2: Mm -hmm.
0: she's a perfect representation of millions of small business owners out there in this country yeah because all of them put everything they have on the line Mm -hmm. and it's not their fault they cannot handle business they cannot do be open for business right now right yeah, yeah. but they have bills to pay they have rent payment coming they have utilities they have employees they need to take care of they have family they need to take care of so i i feel perfect for her I, um so if i was in her situation i would do the same thing yeah so i'm just so glad that um they uh they finally got got uh, this whole thing overturned and uh, released her today.
1: Yeah. I mean, imagine if they didn't get this overturned, mm-hmm. then this might go all the way up to Supreme Court. Oh, yeah. And if it For does sure. go to Supreme Court, then maybe this is going to be one of those events that will ever be recorded in history. Mm-hmm. Because, again, it's like, this is like a, would you consider this is like a civil right issue? It is a civil it right is. issue, right? Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, maybe this is another another, uh, another red flag that government should think that, okay, maybe we're taking this a little bit too far.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you see that Ted Cruz actually went to the salon, did a haircut today just yeah. to support her? Yeah. That's so awesome, I love Ted Cruz.
1: Yeah, so again, this is about like, this is gonna become a, a, a civil rights issue if uh, if the government really trying to go after her you know
0: mm-hmm. speaking of civil rights what do you think about that whole um, what's his name uh, Ahmaud Arbery oh yeah situation happening in uh, Georgia uh-huh what do you think about that
1: man so yesterday morning I saw a post by by someone fam- I think it was the Snoop Dogg Mm -hmm. Someone famous throughout the day, just do that thing went viral.
0: Mm -hmm. I think a lot of celebrities have been posting.
1: Yeah. And then literally 24 hours later, Mm -hmm. the guy, those two murderers were caught.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. The whole event is about, um, there's a black guy, um, pretty young, right? He's a, he's a college football player, right? Mm -hmm. 25, 26 years old, Mm -hmm. uh, somewhere in Georgia. And his name is Ahmad Arbery. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I pronounce his name wrong. Uh, he's jogging in his own community, mm-hmm. and he didn't do anything wrong. But there's two white guy claim that they saw him do some kind of burglary mm-hmm. in the community, and they chase him. Mm-hmm. And apparently, their friend is uh, there's a video. It's very graphic, right? Yeah. Um, it's online, and apparently that they chase him with their pickup truck. And pick up the fight and basically murdered him, yeah, right on the spot, right, with their shotgun and everything. So mm-hmm. it's all caught caught up on video. Um, and this happened like two months ago, right? A couple months ago.
1: I forgot when that happened.
0: Right, it's not right. A recent. It's, it's it's it happened in a while. So people got really mad because they didn't even arrest the the, the two guy, and they didn't even have a prosecution anything going yeah. on. Yeah. Um. So. I think today they got arrested. Yeah. They got finally. arrested. Yeah. Right. But we 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 would see because that's not, that, that doesn't necessarily mean the justice will be served.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's still a, a long legal process going. But um, I mean,
1: with, with how viral it went, uh, looks mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the, the justice, you know, the justice will, will be served. served. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's just, it's so obvious. Yeah. So, and but also
1: just like stuff like that, man
0: i still um, believe it's still happening in 2000 all the time 20
1: and if it if it happened you know back in the old days then this will ever this will be one of those un, or i mean i guess unsolved cases or one of those cases that never be justice would never be served right mm-hmm. um the internet is very powerful mm-hmm. literally in 24 hours you know
0: Right, but let alone internet, we shouldn't have people being putting pressure on this on this kind of thing. Then you know the legal system starting to to make action. Right, this kind right. of thing is so obvious. Without being pushed by the internet, being being pushed by the media and celebrities, mm-hmm. there should be some kind of action already being going on. Yeah, I that's, mean that's that's my point.
1: When you when you shot someone, mm-hmm. you should be questioned. There should right. be an investigation as to what happened. Right. Because like, yeah, you can say, oh, I'm out here trying to protect, you know, trying to protect myself or trying to serve, you know, police my community and all this. Yeah, that's great, but that's not your job. Mm-hmm. If you think someone is robbing you, yeah, number one, take care of yourself, like protect yourself right mm-hmm. there. Then and
0: there's that, law enforcement.
1: Yeah, it's law enforcement's jobs to come mm-hmm. out there and shoot people, not right. you. Right. So they definitely step out of boundary, and after they shot them, they're still like just sitting at home, living their regular life. It's uh, yeah. I mean the 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 internet really worked its magic this time.
0: It's such a tragic, p- tragic event. Yeah, I'm just really hoping that that kind of thing never happened again.
1: Uh, I mean, it's still gonna happen, and you know, people people die from this the number of people that die from this is probably going to be higher than the number of people that die from coronavirus oh you think so i mean a lot of things mm-hmm. you know kill more people than coronavirus
0: oh yeah sure flus yeah car accidents
1: are we going to shut everything else down uh-huh. if that was the case
0: that's a debate right so
1: yeah i mean like there there's some crazy stats about like people get killed by sharks every year that you know, mm-hmm. the the number is higher than coronavirus. It's just, uh, yeah. I think I think we might have uh, overreacted a little bit. Mm-hmm. Funny how we always circle back to coronavirus.
0: Yeah, because that's the whole thing everybody is facing now. Yeah, everybody's thinking about There's it. There's no exception, mm-hmm. no matter where you are. It's a it's a global event. Yeah.
1: So, um, anything else?
0: Yeah, that's a uh, that's a. Uh, I think we have enough of quarantine talks, mm-hmm. so let's jump into something that's exciting, that's uplifting. Finally, we're gonna have s- some sports, some entertainment. The MMA, the Uf- UFC, UFC two forty nine is gonna be back mm-hmm. officially mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I'm so excited to see it, man. Yeah, people been waiting, even though there's no Khabib versus Ferguson. But I think the the main event the Ferguson versus um Gaethje, Gaethje right? Justin Gaethje. It's going to be more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Right? This is based on their their style. Mm-hmm. And and rumors on the street both of them being training their ass off, so they're they're in amazing shape. Yeah. So it's going to be a it's going to be a great fight. Yeah. First, what do you think about that?
1: First major uh sports sporting event in ever since uh, during quarantine times. Yep. Yeah. Yeah
0: and they're gonna hosting where like somewhere in florida right
1: i forgot but it's gonna be a empty a arena empty arena yeah so um uh, man yeah i'm so excited about this one also uh and i'm more
0: Wh- who you got
1: uh i think tony might win um but so you gave tony a slight edge on this yeah i think so um
0: he hasn't lost in like seven, eight years, right? Yeah. And, and in a long time.
1: And based on his last two fights, he came out really sharp, really strong. Mm-hmm. And uh, at this point, like it's really. But Gage is, Gage is
0: animal. He's he's very aggressive based on his style. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's So I think it's going to be very, very entertaining.
1: Either one of them could be the champion.
0: So you and think it's going to be a, a quick fight? Or is it going to be, uh,
1: um, I don't know. Honestly, Uh like I, I really, I'm not too much, like I'm not too into Tony Ferguson and Justin Gaethje. I'm more interested about the co-main event of this card. Who's that? It's going to be, uh, Henry Cejudo and, uh, Dominic Cruz. That's it's the that's the heavyweight, right? No, that's the featherweight. That's a feather. Uh, I think they're, yeah, yeah, they're they're featherweight. Huh. Oh, bantamweight, bantamweight. I don't think I watched those guys fight. So Dominic Cruz has been out for many years. Um, mm-hmm. he, he's had bad knees. That every time he fixed it gets hundred percent, he mm-hmm. gets injured right away.
0: This will be his comeback. So,
1: well, I mean, he came back a few times and every time he came back right away, he, he either like, he, he messed up his knee again. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just naturally his knees are weak. Like the way it's, you know, like, like the way he was born, mm-hmm. but, or the style that he fights mm-hmm. it requires a lot of twisting and turning of of his uh, of his knees.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He, the style, his style is one of the most unique in UFC because when he close the distance and try to step in, he doesn't go straight up to you directly. Mm-hmm. Like he's very lateral. He's very shifty. Um, and then during those shifty like uh, footwork. He would throw punches, and he would just throw kicks, and then he would try to like capitalize on you. In be in between that,
0: okay, sounds entertaining. So definitely watch so that he, out.
1: So his his fights, like if you if you see his fights, pay attention to his footstep and the way oh, he Cruz? Like, yeah, Dominic Cruz, mm-hmm. and then the way he he enters, uh, and engages with people. Um, Henry Cejudo. He's the one holding the belt, right? Yeah, he's the champ. Uh, I mean, he's the ultimate winner. He's the ultimate winner.
0: Brazilian he, guy?
1: He's American.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He he won the Olympic.
0: For what? For judo? For,
1: for wrestling? For wrestling? Yeah. Dang. And then transitioned to MMA, and it's just been like winning ever since then ever oh. since he like joined but before that there was this other guy named uh demetrius johnson mm-hmm. he was the most like he was the closest to michael jordan in ufc really yeah and 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 he was in this division so he like even though Tom, uh henry cejudo was a very good fighter but he was fighting under the shadow of demetrius johnson Mm-hmm. Until, I think, last year or a couple of years ago, he finally beat him.
2: Get imagine over Michael the hump.
1: Yeah. Imagine Michael Jordan getting beat. Like that's how freaking big that was. Wow. So then, uh, and then ever since then, uh, I, I think, I, I don't remember what happened, but Demetrius Johnson joined uh, the Bellator. Oh, okay. He with another organization. So Henry Cejudo has been the champion ever since, but... Demetrius Johnson, Henry Cejudo, Dominic Cruz, those are the three guys that are always rotating. Or, well, I mean, they were not like rotating back then, but like they're, they're kind of just always like switching back and forth in, in in their rankings.
0: Gotcha. What about the
1: heavyweight? Who's fighting a heavyweight? Heavyweight is going to be Francis Ngannou and uh, go go up right is a uh, heavyweight. No, no, go go up more. So there's another heavyweight. About these two guys? Yeah. Uh-huh. Francis Ngannou and uh Ros- Rosen Rosenstroke, Rosenstrike. Strike. Mhm. Rosenstroke. Yes. Jamaican? So, um I have no idea. He might be Brazilian.
0: Okay. Damn, it's two big dude.
1: Yeah huge guys I mean Francis Ngannou if you look into his story he grew up uh, doing like child labor for his parents and you know he he had a tough life before UFC and he didn't start fighting until he was like a grown
0: man Mm -hmm. you know I think all of them deal with some um, some tough 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 issues especially childhood issues right yeah. Otherwise, you, you won't be you won't be there. Normal people don't like to get punched in the face. Yeah,
1: yeah. But just the just the beast of a human, and uh, I mean his his techniques are not there. Like that's hundred percent for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. But his 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 physique, you know, his his physicality is so so overpowering mm-hmm. that uh, he's able to knock a lot of people out with just being who he is
0: (laughs) Oh, sounds like overall gonna have a very entertaining event
1: heavyweights are like if you want to see you know like skills level Uh the skills the skill level in heavyweight is you know low because a lot of these fighters in heavyweight they really did they really uh count on their uh, physiques and power, right? And power. Yeah. When you add
0: that weight, it's really hard to, to last that long. Your cardio is just yeah. can't support that kind of style.
1: Yeah. Everyone come right. out just looking for that mm. one punch knockout right. and, and, and get, you know, move on with their days. Mm. Even do you, you ever watch, uh, uh, pro wrestling?
0: Not for a very long time,
1: but you know, the guy, uh, block Lesnar, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he he doesn't have a background in fighting. I mm-hmm. mean, he 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 was a uh, uh, all American wrestler growing mm-hmm. up, but you know, he he had a few fights in UFC, and he was even the champion at one point,
2: mm-hmm.
1: just because how dominating, how or how physical he was, mm-hmm. you know. But if you really, if you want to see like you know good, you know exchanges, high level fighting. In martial arts, then you should always watch, you know, fights in the uh, lighter weight classes. Like yeah, there's g- there's gonna be
0: more technique. There's gonna be more.
1: It's a hundred percent technique, mm-hmm. because these guys are so fast that you really have to like outsmart each other. Mm. And uh, it's like a
0: chess game they're playing. Yeah, it's like a chess it's game. Gonna be more grappling.
1: Yeah, because like if you're moving a lot, then I really have to fight figure out a way to set you up, mm-hmm. set a trap to invite you into my setup
0: mm. and all I mean, the little nuances subtlety it really matters the yeah. footwork, work
1: every th- every every single thing and when you're fighting you really don't have time to think
0: mm-hmm. you yeah you, it all happens so quickly so f- so quickly you have
1: to build that into your muscle memory mm-hmm. so then by the time someone is like let's say like someone stepped in right and if they're in the position that you drilled and trained and you've seen so many times that you automatically know how to react mm-hmm. and either counter the move or i mean either to defend yourself or or, or, or counter it
0: right man i'm just so, so excited we'll finally have some major sports event coming back yeah um speaking of sports i heard some news that nba is pro- preparing to get something going in. They're gonna open opening some. Um, they're gonna allow team to open their uh, practice facility. Mm. I think that's a good good starting and good sign. Mm. And by the way, did you see that Giannis Twitter account get hacked yesterday? It's pretty funny.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah, I'm not, obviously, <laughs> it's it's so funny that the guy who 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 hacked uh, his uh, his account. Obviously, that's uh, super illegal. But the way, he he's he's a basketball fan, obviously yeah then all the twi- tweets that he's been sending i um, mean
1: so so imagine <laughs> if you're the one who hacked the account what would you say
0: for for yana's account yeah yeah I'll, I'll probably i won't i won't post some like the really gross stuff like uh, about his nah, I mean, wife and that yeah, stuff in that case it's obviously yeah, something is pretty pretty funny because i like i like prank i like practical joke yeah. right some something is really really funny like hey i'm going to the warriors right and and or say something about lebron and that like, rivalry oh i got the corona <laughs> yeah, yeah something <laughs> like that but yeah i'm just so super excited nba is starting to uh, maybe getting back they're not really canceling the season uh-huh um yeah. so um who do we have to for the watch for this uh reminder the season i
1: mean i have
0: which team do you think is going to be uh get impacted by this
1: be impacted by this i I mean, obviously, the the top contenders they're gonna be mostly impact Cause like, if you already have, mm. if you already, you know, had, you know, having a bad season, but doesn't yeah, but I think it's a good thing Lakers, for for the Lakers, Lakers,
0: because it could obviously LeBron's have an amazing uh, I I M A P type of season, but give him more time to to rest, right? This is mm. this is his uh load management. But then, and
1: does he need the rest though?
0: yeah that's true so that's the double double double-edged sword people been saying when you're out Um, for that long right it kind of break your momentum but i think i think the lakers will be fine but i think the most impact will be on the clippers yeah because they're starting to finally having that chemistry going because initially they have uh, both pg and Kawhi being in and out of the lineup Mm -hmm. and they finally have some game playing together I think yeah. there's only they're only playing together for like 10, 15 games, mm-hmm. um, and they they finally starting to play well together. They have their full roster, and this is gonna stop and right in the middle and break all their momentum. Mm-hmm. But Lakers, they've been playing very, very well, and yeah. I think um, if the season get back, I think they'll have my vote to win win all this season. Yeah. Obviously, the team gonna challenge them the most. I think would be the Bucks. I think yeah. the Lakers and Bucks will finally meet in the finals.
1: Yeah. Uh I mean Dallas Mavericks, you know, we were pretty good.
0: I think we're going to surprise some people this postseason Yeah. We we've been low key have a pretty solid roster. Yeah. Um not but to hey, mention luca is playing at an MVP level. The guy yeah. hasn't even turned 21 yet. No. I think he's just turned 21. Mm-hmm. Um
1: the team is young
0: I feel so good about this roster
1: a great chemistry so yeah I mean the corona right
0: now we're, I think we're sitting at seven seed, right seven or six but from the seven to the third seed, it's only a couple games. so anything could change for the reminder of the the, the regular season mm-hmm. and for the postseason obviously it's all going to be matchup. up yeah um, um obviously Luca hasn't played any playoff season game yeah. so 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 he still have a lot to prove when the when the game slows down, how the offense is gonna structure, but but I think um, I like the way how the team is structured, uh, the way they put all these shooters and and, and role players around Luca and Pozingas. Mm-hmm. and I like Rick Carlisle, mm-hmm. he's a championship level coach, he got a lot of experience in those type of situations. I think they're gonna put Luca in the best position to succeed yeah the team is
1: so young we have so many years right then i just like how this time around i feel a little bit different because we have a lot of players that are homegrown
2: like like who uh
1: like i mean like luca you know like he's he's he was drafted oh okay and then a lot of young players what, what I mean by homegrown, I, I don't mean by like, I mean by like a lot of pe- players that are playing at a very young age and mm-hmm. then growing up together, mm-hmm. like figuring out this game together. Right, you mean
0: the team developing, right? Yeah, We see a new generation of player. Yeah. right. This, it wasn't this like player.
1: before where you, like you just bought a whole bunch of players and slapped them. I don't, I don't remember which year that was, but man, we bought a lot of players, just put them together and did not work out at all.
0: Yeah, we've been experimenting for a very long time. Yeah, Everything's yeah. we winning in 2011. Yeah. And, and and I think they just tried to, in the end, they just tried to make sure Dirk get to retire gracefully mm. and then we'll figure it out. Mm. But it's just time everything fall into places perfectly. Yeah. That once Dirk uh, get to the age, he's going to retire and we, you know, somehow drafted Luca. Yeah. Give the front office and management a lot of credit. But you always have to have some some sense of luck mm-hmm. in order to get that type of talent mm-hmm. um but but also like that draft class is pretty amazing already if you look at things at this point um so even though the hawks trade luca to us but it's nobody say they're stupid because they, they get what they want tree young has been balling it. Mm-hmm. you know he's averaged like almost 30 points mm-hmm. and been the top ten in the season, steals and everything, and and, and also I really like his game. Yeah, baby Steph Curry. Yep. he has like a lot of um, street ball moves. Yep, and at his size, being able to play at a level, um, even though they're not winning, but I, I think they have a bright future building that team around him. Yeah. Um, coming back to the postseason. So who else do we have? Like, your eye only. Like?
1: Uh. I mean that's pretty much do, it do you think
0: do you agree with me the Bucks gonna come out of the east
1: yeah of course
0: you think they're gonna beat the celtics beat the and the toronto and uh i don't think toronto is my top three in the east really? my top three is um bucks uh uh-huh. celtics uh-huh. and the philadelphia 76ers
1: oh hmm. Given
0: that all all of them stay healthy right yeah obviously and beat and um Ben Simmons has been dealing with some uh, injury here and there, but I think they're they're if they manage to stay healthy because they're they're so close to getting to finals last season. Mm. Remember that even if, it, if it's not for that Kawhi miracle shot, mm-hmm. hey, you never know they might be in the finals and they might have a legitimate shot to beat the Warriors. So, mm-hmm. uh, and both of those those two guys are so young and so talented, and I think they're starting to figure out a way to play together.
1: Yeah. What about the Warriors this year,
0: <laughs> man? It's uh, if you're a Warriors fan, it's definitely a disappointing season. But you kind of see it coming because you're gonna have your ups and downs, right? Yeah, yeah. So this team has been so good for so long; it's all almost been like they've been to five straight finals, wins three, yeah. um, and win back to back, amazing style, mm-hmm. win seventy three games you already have your fair share of uh, success mm-hmm. so obviously you can't control injury but when all your main main guy uh when kd left yeah clay got hurt uh then steph got hurt what, what else can you do yeah right and and i think they did the right thing to maneuver around the piece they have uh with uh d'angelo russell mm-hmm. they actually get something i like that trade for them mm. Uh, they get a solid win player in Andrew Wiggins mm-hmm. who I think will be a, a better version of uh, uh, Harrison Barnes mm-hmm. in that previous system because they uh, obviously Iggy left the team as well so they need someone who can play that win position who can defend who can shoot threes um, once they get Steph and Clayback, back it's basically the same roster they have when they win before in yeah. in 2015 so Steph
1: um, is back right
0: yeah he's healthy now but he hasn't played oh he played one, play one game yeah played one game it looks pretty good yeah so and clay's healthy as well so yeah i think this is good for them so once the season's starting again obviously they're, they're not going to make in the playoff this season how um
1: is it because math- mathematically they yeah they're there not possible? yeah
0: even even if they win all the games every yeah. single game yeah yeah it's yeah, yeah it's not there they're they're just so yeah they're just so in the, i think there's a they're at the bottom or the Second, yeah, second to last. Second to the last. Right, yeah. So, yeah, but way at the bottom. But if you're a Warriors fan, there's nothing to worry about because Steph Clay, they're still in their prime.
1: How many contracts? How many years left? I think Clay have contract?
0: one year, but uh See, I don't I count mean, on. I don't count on him leaving though.
1: He was c- thinking about leaving. now nah, Last year.
0: But. But that's the that's teams. a so that's a new CBA. Let me explain to you this. So uh-huh. so under the new collective bargaining agreement mm. um, there's this thing that the, your your team can offer you more money so that's a super max oh okay right so for Clay, obviously that caliber team uh, that caliber of the player any team will offer him a max right mm. but the warrior will be able to offer him more money I think it's like 50 million to 50 to 40 mm-hmm. so nobody's crazy enough to leave that kind of money on the table mm. unless he's going to a situation that's like a, the lakers or something like that yeah but i don't think lakers has enough to to sign clay because so they're because ad anthony yeah. davis is on one one year contract so they have to offer him a super max yeah obviously lebron's on the super max so yeah so um i think it's
1: all up to the warriors right i
0: think the Warriors they they, they they will be able to keep clay and staff they have a nice thing going on mm-hmm. they're going to stay the same Um, there's nothing to be worried about next year. They're going to come back and stronger than ever. They're going to become a contender again. But one team everybody been sleeping on is the Brooklyn nets. Oh, so rumor on the street, KD KD is pretty healthy. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're contemplating the, the idea of playing him this season rather than next and give him a couple games to warm up with Kyrie yeah but think about a, a full healthy KD and Kyrie on the same man. team so what that's going to change the whole landscape landscape of the league next season yeah with with the new management and, and with a new coach um, with a couple supporting pieces I think if Katie is healthy man next year they have a legitimate shot yeah in the east mm-hmm. depend depending on how the how far the box can go this season
1: yeah k d is one of those players that can change the dynamic right if he's healthy
0: league. he's the current best player in the league yeah yeah so Hands down
1: if he comes back you know things are gonna be different
0: yep so um i think i think they're gonna they're gonna postpone the uh the draft and they're gonna postpone the uh the starting time of the next season as well mm so we'll see how how soon they can get this season back. Yeah. um But so far, based on what we see, who do you think you can you can give? Um, if you have the vote, who's your yeah. MVP for the for the season?
1: MVP for this season, mm, probably give it to LeBron.
0: Yeah, you got LeBron. Yeah. What about Giannis and and James Harden?
1: James Harden. I mean. Giannis is, uh, right there. I mean, right behind mm-hmm. LeBron James, uh,
2: um, but on
0: the ESPN, um, prediction, mm-hmm. Giannis is leading hmm. and LeBron's right after. So yeah. basically it's a two horse race right now. Yeah. Um, but I think LeBron deserves it more. He's, he, he's playing phenomenal at age 35. Yeah. He still looks super good. Yeah. Leading the leading assist for the mm-hmm. one first time in his career yeah um he his style a different team they play a right different now. game yeah
1: um, i mean at the at the beginning of the year there were there was a big debate about the better team in la mm-hmm. and i think on paper Lakers, the clippers
0: has a better team
1: and laker lost to the clippers twice twice yeah yeah so i mean that was kind of the you know, you know, the end of the debate. Right. But I mean, look at the Lakers now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they're they not They are not only a, might be the better team. They might win the whole season.
0: Yeah, I think LeBron has the best supporting cast he ever has in his career, mm-hmm. arguably. Mm-hmm. Think about that.
1: Freaking AD is just as good, man.
0: Right, not, not just AD. AD is obviously a top five player in the league, right? And still at his prime. So I think, I think the interesting matchup I'm really looking forward to see is the the LA derby mm. between the Lakers and Clippers mm-hmm. if they ever met in the in the postseason. I think that will be a very very entertaining series. Yeah.
1: So who do you think is gonna have the upper hand this time? Because at the beginning of the season, it looked like it was the all
0: Clippers. the Clippers. Yep. I'll give my ball to the the Lakers because they just play so well. Um, and they have uh, their role players just play well with LeBron yeah and when the playoffs and when the time matters and LeBron always prevail yeah he always yeah. come and perform
1: that's true but then Kawhi you know yeah you have they have two guys it, he's a big headache
0: yeah they have two guys obviously um, top 10 players in the league mm-hmm. especially at a win position with Kawhi and Paul George uh-huh. they can match with LeBron um, pretty good Um, but the thing about that matchup is nobody on the Clippers can get, can guard AD. Yeah. So that's the thing. Yeah. And Lakers have, have, uh, plenty of defenders that they can match up with PG and and Kawhi. Kawhi, yeah. So when the playoffs comes, it's all about matchups. And Lakers also have a home, home court advantage, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I, I give them a slight edge. Um, but. We don't know. Obviously, that, that's uh, that's that's the interesting about and and also the fun part about NBA. You never happen. You n- you never know what happens. Yeah. Uh, I think this is the year that some surprise will happen with the lower seed be the be the higher seed.
1: Mm-hmm. And you can't really, you know, make a judgment based on, you know, the record or mm-hmm. like just the regular of, season rankings or, or just handful of games, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe at the beginning of the season, uh Clipper play very hard against like they play above and beyond against the lakers just want to prove a point and and you know if that was the case then you know who's you know really the better team mm-hmm. it's it's up in the air
2: yeah
0: so, so that's why i am i just really especially like after this season you just have to admire lebron's greenies mm-hmm The way he he had all the things that he accomplished and especially at this age and this stage of his career Mm -hmm. um shows no signs of slowing down so
1: he's 35 right now yep and then he maybe has another three years
0: right at least but who knows with his style he might even be able to play to to 40 and the way he, he take care of his body right but this and season this season he knows that the that windows that windows you know it's not gonna get in <laughs> any longer so yeah he knows this season is gonna be probably gonna be his best shot and also the way to convince ad to to stay if they win it all mm-hmm. there's really no reason for ad to left yeah right so so that's that's the way he understand the 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 importance of the, the this season and and I just really like the way how he composed and and if he win this season, I think he'll be the first I could be wrong, he would be the first guy to win three rings for three different champion for three different franchise yeah. as the as the guy. Yeah. I think he'll be the first guy yeah. to ever do that. That's pretty amazing.
1: So another five years and uh let's say, you know, whenever he retires. Mm-hmm. one we, interesting
0: thing is he probably gonna be able to play with his son in the league oh that would be
1: kind of funny
0: yeah his son is a I think he's a sophomore right yeah, high school
1: yeah. I mean from the looks of it he looks like a pretty good basketball player oh
0: yeah kind of that gene huh? yeah, yeah but in three years he'll probably be in college another year yeah four years he'll be in the league Imagine, so three years, yeah.
1: Imagine whenever he retires, uh-huh. and he just like hands a throne over to his kid, and right. and, and and his kid become becomes the, the next LeBron James, the next LeBron James, the best right. player in the that league would be for another twenty. Years. But I
0: don't know if he's that good.
1: It, but imagine like this, this right. will be a uh, a very good right story.
0: Right. I yeah. don't know. Based on what I see, obviously he's still young, but yeah, I don't know. If he can be that good because with that chip on your shoulder, that's pretty. Big pressure. Oh, you man. had to carry on, being LeBron James kid.
1: He looks like he looks like he's got it though. He looks like he's handling the. Yeah, he's played well. Yeah, he's playing well. well. He's
0: well taught, and yeah. I have no doubt he can be with that kind of training, with that yeah. kind of mentorship he get from his pops. Yeah, um, he'll be in the league, but yeah. I just don't know he'll be LeBron good, right? Yeah. And one of the kids that, from all the players, I think I have high hope on is uh, is Sharks kid.
1: Oh, yeah. Sharif? Sharif, yeah. Uh-huh. He looks really, really good. Mm-hmm.
0: And Kobe has been coaching him. Oh, wow. So I think he's been, um, as Kobe passed, he's been very, very sad. And 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 interesting thing, you know, and the thing is, like, he has, his game is more, um, more emulated to Kobe rather than his dad, Right? He's more, agile he's playing at the at the wing i mean he has that game
1: so there are two shaquille o'neal's pre and post lakers Mm -hmm. right so after he joined the lakers he gained a bunch of weight and his playing style definitely changed Mm. but before when he was playing with the um magic magic Mm -hmm. orlando he was he was pretty slender he mm-hmm. was pretty thin like he yeah, even he, even
0: track back to his uh college days at yeah lsu
1: yeah he looked like you know um sharif today
0: well i wouldn't see that because
1: he looked like shaq
0: is still play a center yeah and with all his uh, you know inside games and post-up games sharif is more like a perimeter player wait can
1: so is he why is he not the center he's so tall and everything
0: no he's not that tall he's like six nine
1: R- sharif
0: yeah it's like six nine, six ten. But I he mean, looks track, like Kevin. He looks like Kevin Durant. Really? He's so slender. He's. he's I he's had lean. no idea. Yeah, look at look at the videos. I guess like I. And he I got never handles w- and pull up streets and Kobe's been training him all these moves.
1: I never watched him play, so automatically I just assumed that mm-hmm. because of he's of playing center. Built yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his father being. No, track. he's
0: he's playing a different game. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, he looks like a center too, really. Right like at two, at like high school level. But his yeah. his
0: build his his uh his his uh, his body, his uh. Although his his game after KD. He's pretty yeah he's pretty typical MB three yeah small. Forward. But then
1: again like just, you know in the future I I don't think there will be, like a, traditional or like a typical center anymore.
0: Yeah, especially with how the game playing today. Games are playing today. Yeah. yeah, the way how they officiating. Yeah. Um, yeah. but never know if you have um. So that's also the debate that if you have a talent like Shaquille on obviously um, he can still play today's game. Yeah. Right and he, can, he can still be dominant at it. Yeah. So obviously I think it's a it's a talent issue. We don't we don't we don't see that kind of a uh, generational talent. I anymore. think like
1: there's like a weird balance in in NBA. So like mm. let's say so let's say if you if you have so many players that are like the same height and same and everything then Maybe it will slowly evolve to a time where like big men are you know, starting to come back. Mm-hmm. Right. And then once you have more big men, like once that starts to happen, we'll go back to like a traditional NBA game, like back in the sixties and seventies. Exactly. The and then boom, it slowly evolved into small man, you know, basketball again mm-hmm. where there's gonna be a lot of threes. There's going to be less, uh, you know, body uh, contact, mm-hmm. right? Post-up game. Less post-up games. So I think it's NBA M- is always evolving and then it's just like this weird balance mm-hmm. that is always, you know, going back and forth.
0: Yep. All right. We, we just uh, talk about different news and I'm um, just exciting. This thing, we're, we're seeing signs of... Uh, Things starting getting to uh, to normal again, mm-hmm. and uh, that pretty much wraps it up for today. Yeah, and thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe and and give us a good review. We're uh, we're on all platform out there. Just search Fresh Off the Air. Uh, spread the good word, and then until next time.
1: Until next time, guys.